Hey, Joe, where the fuck you been? We need a new episode. Get to it, man. My phone keeps going out. It's the Anchor app. Every time it, it just, it's just giving me fits anymore. Hey, Joe, the lawyer, where's your podcast? I, I, I see no podcast from you. Hope you had a good Christmas and 2019. Whisk out. And I'm back. Joe the lawyer here. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I had a little, little break, a little hiatus. Uh, the holiday season and all that, you know, always something going on and no time to do it. Plus, uh, uh, along with that, we had uh, a couple of weeks, about a week and a half of vacation, which I'm finishing up next Tuesday is back to work. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I've been chilling out, doing different things. Plus, a lot of a lot of D&D play. I get a little burnt out if I do too much too uh, soon. Like the, uh, I got a good reception from my uh, DMG with the fuckisms, but uh, I had a, uh, it was doing them every day and all that it was kind of burning me out a little bit. In any case, uh, playing a lot of D and D too, you know. Now I know you'd all just heard first of all my little uh, uh, ad that I do for a stupid app. This app sucks. All right, let's. I just did a twenty minute podcast, recorded it. It just appeared. It's freaking gone off of Anchor. Where it goes, I have no idea. So this time I'm doing it on Audacity, and I'm just going to upload the thing. First time really using Audacity, so we'll see how this goes. Um, it's fucking weird to look at it, though, as it's recording across the screen, a little green bar bouncing back and forth, little squiggles on there. It's like a heart monitor. It's freaking me out a little bit, actually. i got to look out the window while I'm doing this or somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, you heard from uh, Tim and Ivy. Uh, here I am. Uh, you, uh, the last thing I did D&D related was I hung out with Eric, actually, Eric Tankard and his wife, Rachel, down in New York City in Queens near his house. We uh, scoped out the location of the potential next pub con that he's going to put on. He's going to put in a, he's going he's gonna to run it. He's going to do it, man. It's, it's Eric's, Eric's show here. It's going to be cool. So under the guise of uh, checking out the location, which we were kind of already doing anyway, we just uh, drank and ate and had a good time. It's my first day of my vacation last Wednesday. Uh, so that's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's got a limited space, so he's not gonna look to grow it into bigger than next Gen Con. He always wants to keep it a small, limited space, maybe 40, 50 people. Really cool thing. It's gonna be open bar, for like four hours, uh, for beer, wine, and soda. And then they're gonna have a buffet. It's gonna cost you maybe 40, 50 bucks, for the con. That's gonna include the, the bar and all that. But whatever, what con do you go to that gives open bar? Because of that's gonna be twenty one or older, of course. So it's not a con to bring the kids to and all that kind of shit. Because I see like little kids running around underfoot at a con anyway. They're paying the ass. Um, so that's fun. It's going to be fine. Now it might be in this future that this place is uh, fills up quickly. So the earlier cons that you make, if it ends up being an invite only or something like that, a limited space, uh, I think you might have uh, certain rights and <laughs> privileges if you made it to earlier cons before it fills up. So you definitely want to check it out. I think I was going to start talking about it just ahead of the North Texas RPG Con, or just be after it, or something like that, so more details, but it should be like maybe next fall, if he's thinking, all right, so, it should be fun, and Tim, uh, Tim Shorts, I listen to that little, little, little shot at you there, <laughs> I went to Complete Strategist and did a Tim Short style unboxing, so you might want to listen to that, <laughs> listen to the, our podcast, plus it was fun, man, fucking bartender jumps in, busting balls, telling off-color jokes, it was a good time, um, Anywho, on to what's been new, what's been shaking. Cool thing, got a got a couple gifts from my players and my 
one of my groups. As you know, for listening in the past, I got a library game to play second and fourth Saturday mornings. I got a Tuesday night, first and third Tuesday game store game, and then I also have a uh, a uh, Saturday, usually a Friday or Saturday game, Friday or Saturday night with the old fuckers, my brother and all the old guys and one of the old guys' daughter. Um, but one of the, the the library group, they made me uh, they got bought and made me gifts. One was a Shadow Dragon from uh, a couple. And then there was a uh, mini, and then there, as opposed to the real one, <laughs> and then there was a uh, one guy. He's a leather smith or leather worker on his side or whatever. He's really good with his hands, handy. And uh, he made me a uh, a rolling box basically out of leather. It lays flat, and then you snap the corners together, and it turns into a uh, you know four sided, maybe eleven inches across, two inches up and down, a little leather box to roll stuff in. He finished it, he cured it, and he. Actually, he burnt uh, my initials in runic or something into it. It's really cool. And, and he actually holds that big couple-inch dice that I use a lot of the time so the players can see my roll, what it is. That's really nice. I've never had players do that before. I should start demanding it, actually, of all my players. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of neat. Let's see. Weird things going on. Fucking deck of many things. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, I rolled it as a random thing. And I was reserved the right to say fuck that before you know, I don't tell the players what it is. But I was in a good mood, had a couple of drinks to me, and I said, Oh, you guys think of any things and I forgot what the fucking consequence of that thing is. So they all decide to draw, right? One guy ends up dead, gone. His soul is stuck in a gem somewhere, some other plane. He's gone forever. His body just lays there. One girl ends up <laughs> ends up losing her changing her alignment. She goes to neutral good to neutral evil. And they're trying to kill one of the group, they they ban her, kick her out, and exile her. Uh, <laughs> one person ended with a devil, which kind of fits the campaign anyway. Two guys got uh, ended with an NPC. One guy got got slammed with, uh, he lost all his XP right down to the beginning of the level that he's at, which took half of a level away. Um, it was a shit show. Uh, it was just everything bad, left and right. Until my brother, you little fuck. He ended up drawing the one that gets 50,000 XP in a magic item. So now he's freaking fifth level. Uh, if it goes from 5th level to 10th level, in one fell swoop, essentially, or 6th level to 10th level, one fell swoop. And, son of a bitch, that, now that just complicates shit. Um, in terms of, you know, balancing the encounter, that's... I'm not gonna do it so that it's too hard for the, you know, the other guys in the group, but I'm not gonna cater it to him either. He's just gonna have to deal, you know. Eventually, they'll catch up where it won't be that much of a difference, I guess, in a few levels by the time he's 12th or 10th or 11th. You know, what's the difference, really? But for now, it's a little fucking problematic. Um, in any case, the other thing we did was we split up, uh, one of my brother's characters, we did a little individual side campaign, we went to the north, and, uh, did something, spiritual quest for his totem pole, his elk tribe, or whatever the hell it was, uh, bear tribe, he's a barbarian, and then, so, we had planned in order to get, you know, the guys sort of give him some more XP, because my brother got some XP doing that, there was no whining and bitching. We'll do a little side adventure for just the people who ended up staying in the town of Phandalin. Now, my brother's magic user ended up staying in Waterdeep to do some shit. Because, number one, he needed to, and you know, over the winter, uh, game-wise, he needed to. Um, one character at least needed to stay there. And plus, it would take him out of the thing, so it doesn't... Again, why give the 10th level guy more XP, right? I did something right out of the book. Uh, this is, We're doing one of the giant adventures with the Giants Attack Tribor from the 5e books. Now, what I'm doing with these books in terms of my campaign is I have all the 5e modules put out, right? From the Tyranny of Dragons all the way to the most current thing. Right? The, the dungeon, the big Waterdeep dungeon. 
And what I'm doing with these things, I still call them modules, Jesus. What I'm doing with these things, though, is I am saying they're all happening at once, all over the place. I do a sandbox game. I got the general arc of where I'm going with the overall world story. You know what I mean? And what's going to affect things on the big scale. And these guys aren't the heroes of the world. They're not the saviors of the universe. They're just people trying to fucking get by their characters. You know what I mean? They're trying to get through, get by, and, uh, you know, get some money, gold, power, maybe a late. Who knows? They're just trying to, you know, get through it all. And they're, they're setting their sights small. They're just trying to, you know, fix up Fandolin, make it a home base of operations. In the meantime, all this big shit's happening around them. And the way I do it, I, I break up all the books and all the all the aspects of each book into component pieces, right? So there's the attack on, you know, the for for the giant book, for example, there's the attack on the Nightstone little uh, hunting camp or whatever hunting lodge, and that's one separate thing. I could drop that wherever I want. I can put it wherever, anytime, right? And then there's the uh, attack on Tribor, the attack on the city Brin Shinar to the north, and you know, all these different things. I take not just from that book, but from every book, other things. And you can kind of keep them the same level and just have a sandbox. Wherever they go, I got something for them, basically. And it, I found a way to fit most everything into the, the overall adventure arc in some way. So it's not just a standalone, it just means nothing. There's always going to be some little minor connection, you know, some meaning, some reason to do it. That's kind of how I'm doing their, their campaign now. The overall thing is that they're trying to bring Team Out of the World and the giant uprisings happening at the same time. Um... That's the overall world story. So I'm running the Giant and the team at once all at the same time. Uh, they're fighting each other and uh, fighting amongst themselves and all this other shit. And that's just happening, just popping right now. Um, so everything else is just stuff I use. Now, long fucking winded explanation there as to what I'm doing. What I did was Tribor, all right? The Tribor attack from the Giant books. Now, the, the Tribor attack is supposed to be it's a tactical encounter. It's two fire giants... It's five Orogs, it's six Orcs on Axe Beaks, um, it's 12 Magmen, I think in two groups of six each, or 24, two groups of 12 each, forget which, but in any case, you got all that shit, they're coming into town to, in the middle of the night, to ransack, burn, all the distraction, to loot and pillage this artifact from the giant era that's buried somewhere in the, one of the uh, farm areas, or one of the uh, corral areas, so... What they did was they sent out the magmen to burn shit left and right, literally to the left and to the right, so as to distract people. They sent out the orcs, as they're, so they're coming in from the northeast, orcs coming in from the southwest, they're burning and shit on the way in, causing chaos and confusion, two or three, you know, two, three in the morning on a cold winter night here, when it's all foggy and snowy and everything. And so, here's a disappointment, the players. My brother wasn't there. Uh, he was just he was there, but watching, and he was playing a couple NPCs because the book gives you some NPCs to help out the situation. So I had to play a few. I played a couple. Um, so, he, but he made no tactical input or decision making, which he's usually the one who does all that kind of stuff. The least left these guys one, two, three, four players playing five guys amongst them as one place to to themselves to make their own decisions. They make the stupidest fucking decisions. The the father and daughter decide they go one direction. One guy decides to take both his characters go the other direction. So one goes clockwise, one goes counterclockwise. And the third guy, the last guy, he says he can sit there with buckets and put out a fire. When all this is going on, there's like chaos and confusion. They're trying to figure out. Now, the townsfolk are supposed to fall for this thing as a big fucking distraction, right? The townspeople, not player characters. They're not supposed to fall for the big giant invasion as a massive... Uh, 
uh, thing to distract you. They're just to say, hey, this is a distraction. There's something else going on. I'm going to get, maybe maybe I'll get to the center of town uh, where most people would gather. There's a bell going off. Maybe I'll get to uh, uh, the big tower in the center of town so I can see, you know, big picture what's going on. But they started going to the fringes of town. They started circling the out, outer perimeter of town. And they split the group. I mean, it's just dumb. And I'm more disappointed. They they lost a ton of XP. They got away. The giants and their and their people got away with pretty much everything they wanted. Very few casualties. They were completely ineffective in combat. They didn't play together well, not tactically at all. And they uh, got like I said, they separated the groups out where they could. They, um, it was just dumb. And I was disappointed. Just usually, you know, I leave D and I'm pumped. I'm excited. I get home. I can't sleep for a few hours. I'm wired up. You know. Think about what's going to come next and how cool it was with this night and this and that. But last time I was just sort of dejected and disappointed. I was like, "You guys are stupid," uh, and not so much because it was a, you know I, I I prepared a lot and they didn't do any of it really well, but more because in the future they're gonna to have to play smart. All right, they're gonna to have to play their characters in a very smart way uh, to get by. I don't see them if this is their learning curve and they're here. And some of them have been playing for 20, 10, 20, 30 years. And this is where they're at now in terms of their, their, their sprains, in terms of the playing their characters. They're fucked. They're never going to get to the higher level shit. I mean, they went through 1 through 5th level, and they're fighting goblins and bandits and bullshit, right? Bugman. You know, you're not, they're not really tactical creatures. Now you're going to be playing against smarter foes. It's going to be a tactical thing. And if you can't handle that now, if, you, if you're not up to speed now that you fuck up this badly, how are you going to possibly be able to handle the later stuff. You're just going to get killed. Uh, you, you know, the character you start with now that you like so much and you're going to be there near the end. That's really going to be the problem. And so, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, that's kind of why I was disappointed with the whole thing. But, now some good news. Uh, I am going to get involved in an AD&D game. There's a dude near me. He's uh, one of my players in my library game. Give me a link that there's somebody starting up a game at a local game store in Milford, Connecticut. It's not the game store I run the game at. And so he wants to run an AD&D game. And it looks like he's running it pretty much as written. Not too many house rules, you know. Uh, I think he might do group initiative, which who the hell doesn't, because fucking Gygaxi and initiative. I, I, I can't read it. It makes my eyes bleed. I can't figure it out, man. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, we're going to be running that thing. Oh, he's going to be running it. I'm going to be playing it, which is nice, because I'm playing and I'm running three games. It'll be one I do play, and it's a game of... My game of choice, in a sense. It's the game that's my nostalgia game. It's the game I know the best. It's the game uh, that I like the best in terms of style of play. But for whatever reason, 5th Edition is the game I play the most because it's the one that's out there. It's it's 5th Edition to me is good enough D&D. You know, I like it. I don't dislike it, really. Uh, I, could, I could try to house rule it into more style of AD&D flavor, but they all revolt against that on players, so here it is. But like I said, it's good enough D&D and it's fun. It gets the job done. AD&D, that's my baby, though. And so I've been I've been sitting here reading the books uh, in the afternoon here, getting ready for it, and getting more pumped the more I do. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to it. Now, it looks like I, I'm going through my shelves. I've always collected, if I came across old players, handbooks, or DM guides, whatever, for AD&D, I've always bought them. we got, like, four DM guides, like, five players' handbooks, and a smattering of other, a couple of each of all the other books. So I am uh, going to bring down a few for the other players. Right now we got three players in a DM, and tonight is intro night. It's sort of like he's going to help the players who've never played before get through 
understand the rules because it's it, imagine you started with fifth edition and you go back to AD and D, your 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 brain's gonna hurt too. So he's gonna help him go through that, make some random shithead NPCs or players so that we can do some kind of a you know, an encounter or whatever, and then we're going to do the real characters next session, next Wednesday. So it's going to be an every Wednesday night thing. And he's running against the Giants. So we're going to start with some levels and all that. So it uh, should be really fun. Now, I played against the Giants at the end against the Giants, but it's been so long that, though I may remember a few bits and pieces of it, I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to ruin it for me. Uh, and I'm not going to ruin it for the other players. I'm not going to use my knowledge of the game or the module itself, obviously, to, to fuck shit up. I'm not going to take the lead in those kinds of decisions, you know. Like, I remember there was a, behind a wood pile, there was a thing. I'm not going to look at any wood pile I find just because I know there's a thing in some wood pile somewhere. You know what I mean? I thought I could be that kind of a dick. I'm just really looking forward to playing this thing. And I'm looking at it, what do I want to do, what do I want to play? Now, as I was a magic user guy forever, I still am. Given the choice, 99% of the time I'll play, I'll play a magic user. And I detoured a couple times into a, into a draw, um, magic user thief, and I played a paladin once. For a while, that was kind of funny because I played him so not lawful good. Because I always had a good reason, though, for everything he did. <laughs> it wasn't lawful goodish. But, uh, in any case, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm going to look at maybe playing him as he goes. We let's just play multiple characters because we may if we don't get enough players. I may do a ranger too because giants, ranger damage against giants is a fucking no brainer. So that's that's a thing as well. I'm uh, looking forward to that, though. I really am. Should be a good time. Um, I'm just. Things are good. Uh, the D&D is rocking right now. Uh, gonna, it's picking up. I'm going to spend some time over the break uh, writing as well because I want to start. I want to I think about it. I talk about it. I don't do it, right? Uh, for whatever reason, there's always a goddamn excuse. But I don't know. I, I just want to give it a shot. I want to give it a shot. I want to see if I can get something good down on paper that maybe somebody will publish or read, make a couple bucks at. And uh, so as, as I look at... Uh, my future. If I if I don't do that, if I'm on my deathbed, I never try to be disappointed in myself. So it's one of those things I'm definitely want to do. Um, let's see. So where we hit everything. We hit Eric. We hit the deck of many things. Hell. We hit uh, my disappointment. We hit my new game that's coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. Last thing. Uh, so the the old fuckers group uh, plays Fridays and Saturday, Saturday nights. We generally get together twice a month. And my brother wants to play more uh, with other. He was thinking about doing a thief campaign in Waterdeep. Uh, so him and uh, maybe my buddy Pete, just the two of us, uh, the two of them, and then and then me as a DM. So that'll be maybe on the off nights that we don't do a Friday or Saturday with the old guys group. Uh, we might do that because the other guys they always got shit going on. It seems like my brother, hey, he's, you know, he's got four kids and a wife. Uh, he's never going anywhere. He's he's always home. <laughs> Same thing with Pete. Pete's got two kids, a big ass dog, a wife. He's you know he's the same kind of guy. He's just not he's not out doing shit. You know, and I'm just an old bastard myself and single anyway, so he's, I'm not doing anything. So I'm generally pretty much always free. Um, the other guys always have something going on, it seems like, so that was always been a hindrance to get us getting together, which is why we do twice a month rather than every weekend, quite frankly. So this will fill the gaps, you know. So I went up going back and looking at the older stuff here. You know, for my money, the old Lankmar book, and the, uh, I think that was the best book on thieving, on how to run a thieves' guild, be a thief, and all that stuff. Even setting up how to steal shit. Fantastic. Fantastic books. The old Lankmar books. Um, and the, by that, I mean not Fritz Leiber's shit, but the actual D&D Lankmar shit. And then the Thieves' Handbook was awesome, too. I liked that. Uh, talked a lot, you know, a lot of good detail in there, but I still think the, uh, the Lankmar book was the best. I'm going to read that as a source. And just familiarize myself with 
ordered anymore. So give them a neighborhood or a place that they're from that they know and expand from there because you're not going to know the whole city, obviously. They'll probably be a native of the city, but they won't know everything. So give them a, give them a well-known base of operations, you know, like their old neighborhood or something like that, and go from there, expand upon that, and see where they go. Um, in any case, I think that's pretty much the, the quick update as to where I'm at and what's going on with Shaken. Uh, send me voicemails, uh, phone calls, emails, whatever, and uh, happy to hear from you guys. I will let you know how it goes tonight after the game, after I run it tonight. Or after I run it. I keep saying running it because I'm running every fucking thing. Finally get to play. So after I play it, I'll let you know how it went, guys. All right? I'll talk to you later. Have a good one.